Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 64 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Can you believe there's been 64 episodes so far? How awesome is that? Got to talk to some really amazing people, hear their story, their journey, their tips and tricks to their recovery and to staying sober. It has just been a gift to have this space to bring all these super cool people to you guys. And it is also a little bit of a selfish thing because I like to get to know these people who inspire me and motivate me as well. So that being said, I wanna take you in behind the scenes of a sober girl's guide. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram or through the podcast, You've only kind of gotten the latter half of my story. You've only really seen, you know, me being sober and in sobriety and living a levitas sober, if you will. <laughs> but you haven't really seen what it's taken to get there and why. Why did I even start a sober girl's guide? And what has helped me get sober? You know, it's taken me 10 years of this journey. The wait is over. This episode, we go behind the scenes of a sober girl's guide. Buckle up and let's go. As many of you may know, I am a huge fan of multiple pathways to your recovery. I don't care what you do as long as it works for you. I mean, you could be doing 12 steps, going to AA. You could be hanging out with goats in a farm. If that's what keeps you sober and makes you happy, do it. So when Tempest Sobriety School approached me, I could not not talk about them. If you don't know what Tempest is, let me introduce them to you. It is an eight-week virtual course that will change your relationship with alcohol. Tempest Sobriety is a first holistic recovery program built with the mission to empower you through your recovery. Whether you suspect that alcohol is getting in the way of you reaching your full potential, or 
you're painfully aware of all the problems it's causing, or if you've been sober for years, you can join Tempest Sobriety School no matter where you are at in your journey. Tempest will connect you with a community of people who are going through the exact same thing. They use evidence-based techniques and the latest scientific findings in addiction recovery to provide guidance from teachers, coaches, and experts. Tempest can be used alongside your therapist, your 12-step programs, your farm and goat programs, whatever you are using. Tempest believes that sobriety is a privilege, not a punishment. And because you know I love my deals, 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 Tempest is offering $50 off of enrollment using the code SOBERGIRLSGUIDE50. So head on over to jointempest.com and you will get 50 bucks off. All right. So seeing as I do not beat around the bush and I just jump right into it with all of our guests, I'm going to do the same thing. So where do I begin? Where did it all start? How the heck did a sober girl's guide come to be? Well, I've been on this journey for about 10 years. Yep, that's a long ass time. (laughs) Too long, if you ask me. I mean, I did learn a lot of stuff along the way, but to be honest, a lot of this shit could have been really condensed if I only got my act together. So let's start it off. 10 years ago, third, what, how old am I? Woof. Um, I was 23. I had just moved to LA. I was DJing. I was a crazy party girl living La Vida Loca. I knew I had a problem with alcohol, but there was a lot of denial. (laughs) I didn't want to admit to it. I thought it was just maybe a phase. Oh, I just moved to a new country. Oh, maybe I should mention I'm originally from Vancouver, Canada. So I was a Canadian living in America, getting absolutely wasted and yes, driving at some point. So this means that I was just such a crazy person who didn't take anything seriously and I didn't even think of any repercussions, but I could have been kicked out of America, never allowed back in again if I were to get a DUI. But you know what? My mind didn't go there, nor did it care. Anyways, carrying on. I would go to AA, even at the tender age of 23, And it was almost like, (laughs) it was when I felt really bad about myself and when it was convenient for me. So when I needed a little guidance, maybe a little, I don't know, not maybe comparing myself, but I needed a little comfort, let's say that, in my drinking career. That's when I was in and out of AA. Looking back at it, I never felt great. I never felt great being in the rooms. I never felt great leaving the rooms. Nothing clicked for me over 10 years of being in and out of these rooms. So what did I do? Well, I carried on. I was DJing still, paid to party, you know, that party girl attitude. And then I found myself in some abusive relationships 
one in particular, which was just brutal. And I actually thought that there was something wrong with me. I thought that I was severely depressed or that maybe I needed to find religion or something to help me. I even went as far as to go to the to the celebrity center for Scientology. Yeah, I know. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I thought because I didn't want to have like sex or be intimate with my partner and the only time I could do it was when I was like just wasted. Um, I thought that there was something wrong with me. You know, who this person was telling me that they loved me and that I was amazing and, you know, held all this space for me, apparently. Um, and I thought I was a horrible person for not being able to reciprocate it. I mean, like, what, what, what's wrong with me if I can't just love this person back who on paper has everything that I would need or want in a, in a relationship? You know, security, financial stability, cars, house, you know, it all checked out. But it just wasn't for me. Basically, drugs and alcohol were the only thing that was fueling and keeping our relationship together. So I was terrified to take those out of the equations because then I would have to look at my relationship for what it was. And it wasn't going to work out. However, I was so dependent on this person. I was not motivated. I did not, you know, have my own money. I wasn't financially stable on my own because I was too busy partying and spending my money away knowing that I'd have this kind of like safety net of this person to ba- to back me up. And I needed to just just keep this this party rolling and to take away drugs and alcohol would eventually mean I would have to dissolve this relationship. So that put my livelihood on the line. It got so much worse from there. I was acting out as I'm just a crazy person, hurting so many people along the way. I mean, I'm a lesbian and I got pregnant for Christ's sake. Hello? Yeah, not a good thing. I became very violent. I had extremely violent outbursts when I would drink, resulting in the police showing up to a couple of venues, kicked out of bars, fired from gigs. It was just brutal. It wasn't cute. I did drive drunk. I did get in an accident. But thank God, higher power, whatever you want to call it, I did not get a DUI. As I said before, I would have been kicked out of the country and sent on back to Canada. I still couldn't stop. I just could not picture my life without alcohol at this point. I was so reliant. It had, it was almost like I had so many balls up in the air that if I subtracted drugs and alcohol, that the, all these balls would come just falling down and my life would be just turned on its ass. It wasn't until I finally got the nerve to get out of this relationship. I was living on my own, trying to drink or moderate my drinking, which really, moderation doesn't work. Why the hell would you moderate something that brings you so much pain and agony and just yucky feelings? It's like, oh, I'm just going to moderate the shit in my life. Like, I'm just going to moderately, you know, (laughs) and you're... You're moderately doing it, so you're still welcoming in the shit. 
Like, uh, no. You're the gatekeeper to your own life and you are, it's like VIP treatment to shit in your life. No, that doesn't work. It definitely did not work for me. And that resulted in anxiety attacks. Bad ones. Debilitating anxiety attacks. So much so that I could not go to work. And I quickly realized, this is how you end up homeless. This is how I lose my apartment. This is how I lose my new car that I just decided to buy. This is how I lose my life. I decided to self-medicate with a couple beers in the morning to curb my anxiety. And I had to admit, it actually worked for a couple months. But then it came back with a vengeance. So I had to take a, I was just forced to take a look at my life. I was forced to evaluate what the hell was going on. At this point, I was 30 years old. Yes, all this seven years of just bullshit. And I can say that now looking back at it. It was just so much drama, cheating, lying, abuse, just like constant turmoil. Just an FYI, if you're going through this on like a daily, weekly, even monthly basis, drama like that is not normal. I completely thought it was normal. I thought that I was like a living, walking, breathing episode of the L word. (laughs) I thought this was completely normal, that this was what life was, this was adulting. No, this is what alcoholism is. This is what being a drug addict is. Having all this, just this this drama and just not knowing when the shoe, the other shoe's going to drop, like... That is not a way to live. That is not a way you need to live or you should be living. And I can say this wholeheartedly coming out on the other side. But I want you to know that I did my time. I've done this for over seven... I mean, I've been sober for three years now almost. So I have been in the... I call it the flip-flop of going back and forth being like, oh, I can just drink a little bit or, you know, one drink will be fine. No, maybe for a couple nights, maybe for a week, maybe for a month. But how do you feel when you're doing that? Whenever I did it, I just felt so guilty. I had so much anxiety. I just felt so much shame that I was doing myself a disservice. And I knew it because I was going against every one of my values was a VIP of shit, moderating the shit in my life. It just does not work. So when the anxiety attacks really kicked up, I was forced to look at my life. I was forced to realize that I really wasn't where I wanted to be, really was not happy. And in fact, I was very depressed. I thought, you know, because I had the apartment in LA, this Hollywood, I had the car that I wanted, I supposedly had this dream job of a you know, a DJ being paid to party, I mean, and playing other people's music, like, hello, who doesn't want that job? But it just wasn't feeding my soul. If anything, it was sucking the life out of me. You know, talking about DJing, I was really only in it for the money. And let me tell you, when you do anything just for the money, oof, 
That is a bad place to be. There is nothing that will just suck the life out of you. It's a bad place to be. As I said before, the anxiety attacks got worse and worse. It wasn't long before I, my anxiety was so bad, I could not go to work. And if I couldn't go to work, I couldn't. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Pay my rent. If I couldn't pay my rent, well... I would eventually be out on the street. And this was a huge wake-up call. Again, my whole livelihood was being threatened. What do I do? This time, it wasn't a gentle reminder or it wasn't a gentle whisper of like, hey, maybe you should chill with the booze. This was a full-fledged push of stop doing this or else. Stop doing this or I don't know, maybe you'll be homeless. Stop doing this or you will lose everything that you've worked so hard for. I went through my life with a fine tooth comb. I really started asking myself the hard questions and finally admitting to myself that I'm depressed. I'm not where I want to be. Why am I not where I want to be? What is holding me back? I went to therapy, but to be honest, I'm not really in it for the long haul. I'm kind of a let's get to the point kind of girl. Long-term therapy, I just didn't feel comfortable with, but I did love journaling. You know those hard questions I was talking about? I journaled them. I journaled them until the cows came home. I dissected every aspect of my life. I got deep. There are pages, books, notebooks, almost like textbooks, filled of my journaling. And you know what? Because I wrote so much and got so much of all that crap out, 
I had more than enough material to write a book. I know, we'll talk about that later. So I just really felt comfortable writing. You know, I could do it anywhere, anytime. It was just like the weight of the world came off my shoulders when I could get my feelings out of my head. Carrying all that stuff around is so heavy and can be so toxic that I needed to release somehow. I'm not a great talker. Yes, I know, coming from a girl who has a podcast. (laughs) I'm afraid to talk. I'm afraid to talk because I'm either going to start crying or I'm not going to know what to say. And so my medium naturally is to not talk. You need to learn about how you learn. I know it sounds really silly, but learning how you learn and how you take in information or how you can express yourself is a game changer. Knowing that I am not the most vocal person can allow um, allow me to find another medium and how to channel that energy, how to channel those emotions. Writing for me does it. It's great. It's a great release. I am working on the talking part though. I really want to get a good like cry talk down. Like I want to be able to like talk while I'm crying through things. I think that's really important. Anyways, back to it. So through this time of my journaling and really self-introspection and let's just call it what it was. It's self-development, baby. I did not limit myself. The last thing that I needed was to feel bad about myself. (laughs) I don't want to feel like I'm being punished or limited for not doing something or for doing something. So I just kept reminding myself, yeah, I can absolutely go have a drink right now. I can totally go do a line of Coke right now. However, all the yuck will come back. All the yuck will come back and maybe even a little bit more. Maybe even a lot more. But the yuck will come back. And that was kind of enough. You know, writing everything down and and really getting that perspective of like, hey, I'm not here because of, mainly because of my drinking. I'm not where I want to be in my life, in my career, in my level of happiness, in my joy, because drinking is sucking all that up. And it was a huge realization. This begins a sober girl's guide. I was getting around to like, I want to say like the six month mark of not drinking and my so-called friends were putting on the pressure and being like, yo, when are you going to drink again? Like, when is this cleanse going to be over? And I didn't know how to tell them that this was no longer a cleanse, that this is like a lifestyle. This is how I want to be feeling. This is how I want to live my life. And so I, one morning, I did an old Google search and I Googled how to tell your friends you are not drinking. Well, what popped up was this wiki how image of a couple of gentlemen in this green muted kind of gray color khaki pants. And they basically had a list of excuses of why you're not drinking. The top of the list and the most popular, which I can't even imagine, was I'm not drinking tonight because I am training to run a marathon. The fucking fuck. First of all, I only run if I'm being chased. 
Second of all, I am not a liar and I'm not about to start now. This pissed me off. Why would you encourage people to lie about something that's good for them? This shit just perpetuates the stigma of being sober or being in recovery or being an addict or have substance abuse issues or whatever you want to label it as. This crap, these excuses, these lies, just sweeping this crap under the carpet, like, hello, this is like how my family dealt with things when I was 10 years old. And no, it's 2019. No effing way, dude. So I got mad. I got mad and those emotions sparked a change. They sparked inspiration for me. And that's when I came up with this concept of I'm so done with living uh, in fear, living in shame, living in, oh, if you drink, you're gonna die kind of culture with all these muted grays and blues and it just downer. You know, everything I Googled about addiction just is out there to scare the shit out of you. I needed to know that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. I needed to know and hear that people are thriving and having the time of their lives sans booze without the alcohol. I wanted to know like where's all the positivity? Where's the motivation? What what is going forward? I'm a very forward-thinking person and this shit wallowing in my own self-pity does not work for me. I understand. It can be hard. It can be rough. Such is life. But we don't need to live in it. So I decided to create a blog. I didn't want to do a blog. I met with a friend who was this agent for a bunch of um, spiritual practitioners. And I gave her my, I guess, opinion or point of view on sobriety and recovery. And she kind of dubbed me like the Chelsea Handler of recovery, which is ironic. And she's like, you need to do this. You need just need to get writing. Just like you did your journaling, you need to get that out there and start a blog and so many other people are going to relate to you. So I did it. I mean, to be honest, I just did it for me to get it out there. It was very therapeutic. It was awesome. And then people started reading it. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG 
at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. I'm like, oh shit, there's people out there. I am a huge Instagram fan. I am a very visual person. Another thing I learned about myself. And I just started an Instagram account and started posting all these bright, beautiful, fun, cartoon-like just colors and inspirational messages and just something fun to look at and something like to encourage you every day. Everyone's on Instagram all the time. And I just wanted to be that like speck of hope. And that's like just a little pop of color that makes you kind of smile or think or I don't know, feel something. You know, I wanted a sober girl's guide to make you feel something. Whether it's like opens you up to conversations or educates you or broadens your point of view. I just want to, I just want you to feel something. Mainly I want you to feel good after you leave the blog or the, you know, at the time, Instagram. Now we have the podcast, which I will get into, but... I just wanted to focus on the positivity and the benefits of sobriety. So, blog, social media, kind of took off. Kind of cool. I'm like, okay. A friend of mine last year, yeah, last year this time, was like, I love reading your, your blogs, but I understand them because I know you. I know how you talk. I know you know, your sassiness. And I am a sassy little bitch. I, you know, I don't like to mess around. I just, I am who I am. That's how I write. That's how I talk. I'm very transparent in that. And so she's like, some people who don't know you, your blog through like written word, it may not come across the way you want it to or have the same effect. And I said, all right, touche, I get you. She's like, start a podcast. People need to hear your wittiness or your sassiness. And so last year, well, I guess just over a year now, I started the podcast and it was the best thing I've ever done. Truth be told, I get super nervous before each recording. I don't want to do it. I freak out. I think of ways to chicken out. Again, just like my recovery and just like any kind of other practice, meditation, I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like doing it, but I do it. I force myself, just like the gym. I don't really want to go. I'm going to be honest. I don't want to go to the gym. However, I want to feel and reap the rewards that it brings. And let me tell you, the podcast, oh my God. What I have gained from doing the podcast has been undescribable. I have built more connections than I can shake a stick at, which I was absolutely lacking in my life. I have connected with people who not only motivated me and inspired inspired me through my journey, and I have gotten to talk to them one-on-one. Some have been celebrities. I know. It's just been incredible. It is such an amazing 
medium and I I'm just so glad that I did it and started it. What else? The social media has really taken off and again have built a community through that. And through that, I have also opened group coaching which is amazing one-on-one coaching. And this is where, I, I mean, I can't even talk. So listen to me, I'm speechless. But having these connections and walking these women through this journey of self-development, through this process of recovery and having them explore their sobriety is a life-changing. And to anyone listening who has been a client, I just want to thank you. Thank you for showing up for yourself and doing the work. And thank you for bringing light into my life. Amazing. It's such a gift. And to connect with clients is, leaves me speechless. I never thought in a million friggin' years that this would be my life. (laughs) I was this crazy ass party girl in LA doing my thing. Such a selfish little bitch. You know, just blaming everyone else for all my misfortunes, not taking any responsibility. I never thought in my life that I would be helping others, paying it forward, creating this whole community, which in turn I needed the whole time. (laughs) I mean, this community has saved me. A Sober Girl's Guide has 100% kept me accountable on my recovery and my sobriety journey. So I am forever, forever grateful. So present day, where are we? 2019, and it is almost 2020. Holy smokes. Today, I am working on ways to help my community better. I think because I've been on a level 10 for my sobriety, and I've you know, really done the work and done all the steps that I forget what it's like to start out. I think I have forgotten what it was like in those early couple of months, you know, just trying to get through and trying to find that motivation, trying to find that inspiration. And like I said, journaling really, really helped me do that and really get me through the beginning. Oh yeah, like I said, all these journal entries ended up forming this book. I wrote a freaking book, guys, a real life paperback book. I mean, if this crazy alcoholic slash drug addict can get her shit together and write a book, and there's no reason why you can't. There is absolutely no reason. So yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. Save your own damn life. Basically, through my journaling, I came up with these four commitments that every day in my journaling, I could see, I could just see them play out. You know, if one aspect wasn't being met that day, you know, if I was having a bad day, I could go through and I could see what was missing. You know, maybe I ate crappy food. Maybe I didn't get to the gym that day. You know, maybe I let some some negative thoughts overpower my day. Maybe I haven't um, communicated my thoughts or emotions, or maybe I haven't reached out to friends, family, or made connections that I need in my life. Maybe my productivity wasn't 
was really sucking today. Maybe I don't feel like I accomplished anything. You know, these four commitments really helped structure my life, helped me see, you know, the progress and where I can and where I, I maybe was lacking that day, that week, that month. And so through all this journaling, I turned this into a book, a book that is available on Amazon. I mean, who, like, I never thought, an author? Are you effing kidding me? No way, dude. I was just a DJ playing other people's music, partying and getting paid for it. Trust me, I never thought I would be here. The real only difference is between you and I is that I had these ideas and I did them. I'm no smarter. I'm not funnier. I'm, I don't have more money than you. I just did it. I just found ways to do it and I got it done. It wasn't by any means perfect, but I'm still learning. I'm still doing. And that is the beauty of recovery, sobriety, your journey, whatever you want to call it. Just get doing. Stop waiting for everything to be perfect. Stop waiting for the time where you think you're ready. You're never going to be ready. Just do it. I mean, who would have thought that out of all my journaling and these prompts and using these exercise sheets that I would have written a book, I would have changed my entire life (laughs) because I discovered who I am. I discovered who I, I learned how to treat myself, what I needed in my life. I Learned what turns me on spiritually, mentally, physically. What gets me going? These are huge things that you need to know in order to take care of your self-care, in order to live a fulfilled life. You need to know what turns you on, what gets your motor going. Now, every day isn't rainbows and butterflies, but I have to say, It is so much better. I am so much happier. I feel so much better about myself because I released drugs and alcohol from my life. I like who I am. I respect myself. I respect my decisions I make because I'm not drunk. I am still crazy, but not because of the drugs and alcohol. (laughs) So if you're ready to take the plunge, we have tons of tools and exercises to help you on your way. We have a Sober Plan of Action workbook and journal, which is a great start. A 30-day challenge, which is called 30 Days to Gain, because in 30 days, we'll show you everything you can gain by going boozeless. We also have a an anxiety workbook, Slay Your Anxiety, which is absolutely magnificent. And if you want to take it up a notch, check out group coaching or one-on-one coaching. These programs are expedited to help you through and cut through 10 years of bullshit that I went through. Head on over to asobergirlsguide.com for all these amazing resources. As always, thank you so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Thanks for letting me, you know, get up on my TED Talk today. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback and comments about the podcast. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. Check out the blog and follow us on social media at A Sober Girls Guide. Have a great day.